Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Bring in a roundtable to discuss, well, various and sundry. Catherine Swift back with us, the former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and current spokesperson for Working Canadians. Swifty, nice to see you again. Great to be here, John. Buzz Hargrove is back with us, former national president of the Canadian Auto Workers and a distinguished visiting prof at Ryerson University's Ted Rogers School of Management. Buzz, how you been? I've done great, John. Had a great uh, winter. Did you? Yes. Out of the country. A lot of golf. A lot of golf, which is a, a great thing anytime. Yes. Uh, and I appreciate that. You're looking fit and trim and uh, ready to go. i got to ask both of you, this is a big story that sort of uh, came out yesterday when Catherine McKenna, the federal environment minister, announced that she's got this pool of money, $450 million in total. There are 50, uh, 54 projects that have been approved and uh, 16 have been publicly announced of uh, companies to fight climate change and Loblaws were the beneficiaries of uh, $12 million handed out yesterday to retrofit their refrigeration to be uh, more emissions free, I guess. Uh, so they're saying it's going to cost about $36 million in total. The feds have ponied up $12 million. This kind of taxpayer largesse, uh, does it make sense to incentivize these big companies to be greener, Catherine Swift? No. Okay. <laughs> Simple as that. No Simple. big waste of tax dollars. And corporate welfare in general is, uh, I've never been in favor of it. Uh, I think it always ends up costing a lot more than it's worth. And they've done quite a lot of research on, uh, you know, handouts to business to do this or that, modernize, etc. And virtually in every single case, the business has said, you know, I do it anyway. Well, it makes sense that they should do it if they want to economize on energy. Energy efficiency, after all, would accrue to their bottom line. Wouldn't they take it upon themselves? Now, Buzz, I know you're a big fan of fighting climate change, but government incentives to do it, taxpayer money to incent these big companies, that makes sense to you? I, no, I agree totally with the concept of uh, incentives to uh, to uh, help green the economy. Whether Loblaws would uh, qualify uh, uh, for that, uh, I'm I'm not sure, but they make a hell of a contribution in terms of jobs and investment in our economy. They're constantly building new stores and hiring new people, training people. They do a lot. If there's a program available, I don't know how you block a company based on their size, but I I certainly would be in favor of the small people that uh, Catherine represents. The small business people uh, uh, getting the incentives more so than well, the large. Catherine McKenna says there's also a pool of money, fifty millions, uh, fifty million dollar fund, for smaller companies and businesses to cut their emissions, and uh, they're going to come out soon with an announcement to that regard, a carbon tax rebate for small and medium sized businesses. I mean, I thought this is what the carbon tax was supposed to address I, I, initially. I was just about, to, I was just about to say that exact same point. The whole principle behind a carbon tax is that you don't need all these other regulations, programs, subsidies, etc., because it should take care of itself. If you're if you're taxing something, people should want less of it, and therefore make the investments whatever they happen to be, so that their costs go down. So, no, I don't think this is excusable under any 
uh, under any perspective. And it's very interesting on this whole the whole environmental issue, uh, you know, uh, reducing emissions, etc., is that there's an awful lot of very good work being done through technological change and so on that is reducing emissions without the need uh, for a tax. Um, anyway, this, it's a very long topic. I guess we don't want to sort of belabor right now. But, you know, that they're, they're breaking every single principle that they're supposed to believe in with things like subsidizing Loblaws. And this is a multi-billion dollar corporation, very, very well off. I don't even think these kinds of subsidies make sense for small business. I think that overall, if you're going to save money, you'll make the investments. It'll make sense. She called it corporate welfare. And uh, it's like picking winners and losers, Buzz. I mean, you've been against that, haven't you? Well, no, I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe it's like picking uh, winners and losers. There's a question if there's technology available and you can encourage large companies uh, or small companies to put it in earlier than they may be able to do themselves for their own budgeting and their own uh, investment uh, plans. If you can encourage that, I think that's a positive thing. I don't see that as welfare. I think that's helping the overall economy as well as the overall environment for all the people of Canada. All right, well, let me pivot then to automotive, which is something that, uh, you know, you've uh, invested your life in. It, it, was it appropriate then for the Wynn government to give up to $14,000 in incentives to people buy, to buy e-vehicles like, you know, seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 Teslas? No. No, I What's never difference? did. I never did agree. Well, uh, buying, uh, the, the people who are buying Teslas were going to buy them anyway. You you had to be on well, the Well, these list. people are going to retrofit corporations. Not, ne- not necessarily the same kind of timing. The Tesla uh, thing you had to be on a waiting list. Matter of fact, some people have been on a waiting list ten years uh, to buy a Tesla. So to give money to those people who already put money down to buy the vehicle, and you know they're going to buy it, to me that didn't uh, that didn't fly uh, as something that would make sense uh, in, uh, to deal with environmental concerns. Well, okay. Uh, you know, the logic is such that these people are going to do it anyway if it makes sense. It's a market-driven thing. Economize, be efficient with your energy output. Uh, you no, it's not. When you're buying a Tesla, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, not a, it's a fun thing to do well, because it's different. Well, and people, people are going to buy it uh-huh. uh, regardless. It's not clear when and if Loblaws would have put these new refrigerators in. Well, it would have made sound the, business sense. Would have been a best well, practice, if, no? If, 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 if I assume if you have a plan, a program, and you're putting money out, part of that would be looking at whether or not there's an, a near-term plan to do this or whether you're moving ahead by a few years something they may have done down the road somewhere. Well, but let's, let's, let's get down to what this is really all about. This is really about the environment minister in election year cutting a ribbon, getting some PR. The PR has been a blowback for them. It hasn't worked out, I suspect, the way it should have. And a lot of people are calling on Loblaws to say no to the money. And if you think $12 million makes a difference to Loblaws, come on. We're talking a company in the billions and billions of dollars. This was all about a nice little press conference, cutting a ribbon. This wouldn't be happening either if it wasn't an election year. So it's all policy. Politics all People the time. really, really don't believe they're going to say no, do they? Well, you never know. Maybe moral suasion will have its impact. Well, yeah, if you know there's enough blowback. A lot of people are talking per- boycott. I mean, I hate boycotts because I think they're foolish no matter who's doing them. And uh, But uh, but a lot of people are talking boycott law laws. People are pretty mad about this. Let's come back and talk about blowback of another stripe, Doug Ford, in the crosshairs of the big teachers' unions. You know about the union stuff, don't you, Buzz? Pretty well. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put you to a test here in just a moment along with Catherine Swift. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.